It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is offering you 5K for 100% of your company. <laughs> I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Valorous, Valorous, Victor. Tongue <laughs> 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 twister? Valorous. I think Valor, Valorious would be if he was wearing Valor, but no. Valorous, Victor. You're really <laughs> reaching with these Vs these days. I know. I'm running out. I'm running out. How are you guys doing today? How are you now? All right. What are I'm you? i you. What did you open there? I got a bone shaker today. A bone shaker. Is that the 9% yeah. alcohol one? No, no, that one's fracture. So bone shaker is the downgrade. Well, not downgrade. <laughs> I still like it. It's in Amsterdam as well, but they started a bone shake. And then if you're really feeling wiry, you go with the fracture. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, today isn't a bone shaker what you were holding your hand last week. Easy there. That? No, that, oh man. All right. You know what? I, I, I got to make up for the low energy I brought last week because I was exhausted. So but I'm I'm almost equally tired this week. So you guys are really gonna have to you know bring pick, it. Bring it. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone heard, I mean, it's too bad you guys missed the 30 second pre show where <laughs> these two are just a hot mess. So it's oh my fun. God. Yeah. It's it's just been one of those weeks, and actually. One of those days. So today's lineup is going to be Tanya, Matt, Victor, and Al. So Tanya, how's your week? Oh, good Lord. We're starting with me, are we? Yes, we are. Oh, can we just say today was a hot mess? Well, before you say that, let me just open up my Stella. All right. <sighs> you know ahead. those days that you that you you wake up late, like that you miss the alarm clock and, you know, shit goes sideways? Well, put that on the day of your kid's birthday. <laughs> And then top it off with an electrician knocking at the door, needing in. And um, you just, it just scrambles from there. It is just like snowballs into a hot mess of like the beginning of the day. Yeah, it was, it was a horrible morning. Uh, we, we slept through our alarms. It, I don't even think they went off. Our son woke us up at eight. We're usually up at seven. So we're rushing to get everyone. The door's knocking. The contractor's here. The electrician's here. I opened the door just to watch the garbage truck garbage truck go by <laughs> without my garbage. So just every, it was just a. I went to open up a window and I misjudged how much weight I was putting on the towel rack in the bathroom and I broke the towel rack. What? I didn't even know that. Oh one. yeah. No, oh, I, it, it was just, it was just like. A continuous. <laughs> and then there's our newly seven-year-old sitting there ready to open up her present that I fully expected to be able to do in the morning. But uh, with the late start, it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Let's go. <laughs> like, Poor kid. Happy birthday. Keep going. <laughs> Luckily, uh, we, we, we decorated the room the night before, so at least she woke up to that. But yeah, it, it's just been a shit show of a day. And then work for me has been crazy. I, I haven't stopped all day. Um, Holy, yeah. we sound... Yeah, we're, we're complaining a lot. So let's go to Matt. Just beware, never get into renovations. <laughs> you know oh, what? Man. Renovations are going really, really they well. Are. They are really going Knock well. Knock on wood. Where's yes. the wood? Here's the wood. Yeah, so well. It's all been drywalled over. That's why there's no more. Matt, how's your week? Uh, it's been a good one. It's yeah. been a good one. 
Busy is all. I mean, there was still the yogurt debacle. That's just getting worse. But it's okay. <laughs> oh, no, man. We don't need to you focus know what? You know, okay. So we, we have to. We have to just pause and say what the. Okay, so Matt posts a picture of his <laughs> two yogurts side by side in his fridge. And one is the the one he covets. The yummy, creamy (laughs) Greek yogurt that is lovely. And then the one that your wife got you, which was... Oh, we shouldn't say brand names, yeah. Astro. Okay, we're going to go there. (laughs) Well, you said it last week when I talked about it. You're like, I bet you that other one's Astro. And sure enough, Astro showed up in my fridge this week. And I'm like, I guess that that one's for me. I was so tempted. I was so, so tempted. I went grocery shopping. I go like once every two weeks at this point. And I and I saw that exact yogurt that was in your fridge, and I was so tempted to buy one and put it in our fridge <laughs> and take a photo. And then I'm like, that would just be mean. Just, just so you understand, there's plenty of people out there that buy Astro yogurt and are perfectly happy with it. It's <laughs> yeah. not you talking well, once, about. Once all the power to them. Once you've gone, once you've gone to Greek yogurt, you can't go to anything else after Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's what this is about. That's, <laughs> exactly. I lived off. <laughs> Astro and so did I, yeah. for years. You, uh, Don, then Dan, I got that Greek velvety smooth amazingness. And yeah, Astro, Dan, Dan um, uh, Yoplait, they're all those yogurts were, were great until, or they sufficed. They weren't great. They sufficed yeah. until you can't go back until you tried Greek. Yeah, you didn't know any better. No, you exactly. Can't go back. <laughs> no, it's true. So, I, I tried. I tried. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I, there was a sale. I bought some crappy yogurt. Oh man, it was so such a oh. letdown when we when we tried it. We ended up throwing it out. Oh. Like it was just so like no. <laughs> Figure it out. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Matt, so we, you, we, you we, sorry, go on, Victor. Uh, I, I was just going to say we have that same Greek yogurt that Matt is uh, salivating, salivating over in our fridge all the time, and uh, I don't know. I never even crave for it. I just when I if I think of yogurt, I just go and eat ice cream instead. Okay, well, <laughs> so apples to apple. I mean, ice cream is uh, is on its own level. So yes, I yeah. agree. I, I'll take ice cream over yogurt, although I really shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you you say that uh, Jen kind of makes fun of you for doing this podcast, but I'm wondering if yeah, she, yeah. if she secretly listens to this because she went out and got the exact brand that we mentioned last week. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't considered that. I think it's a hard no on that one, but I think I think it's just because she's she's bought Astro before, and I've yeah. and I've been very vocal that we should stop having it, and right. then. I got into the yogurt and Tanya, you were spot on. I dove into the Greek stuff last week and the day, the very next morning, she opened the container. She looked at me and said, "Hun, stop eating the yogurt. Oh yeah. I'd so be, I'd be on that too. If it was for the kids, it's like mother bear comes out and it's just like, get out, get your spoon out of the yogurt. And he's one. He doesn't know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Victor, how was your week? (laughs) Yes, well, I guess mine are also kind of more like Letterkenny problems as opposed to uh, uh, Al kind of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, really tired all week because NHL 21 came out and I'm staying up late <laughs> playing it and, uh, uh, and you know, trying to recreate my hockey uh, life uh, in, in the new Be a Pro mode where you get to, uh, it's very immersive and very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some new DLC came out for my train simulator game, which was really cool. Uh, and you get to drive this living the life train, living la vida loca. So you know, uh, yeah. So just you know, just dealing with that and trying to uh, 
um, you know, stay awake. <laughs> and, and Victor, I saw I saw you gave some. Uh, you, you responded to uh, Joshua Bur- Burley, is it on our private chat there? Mm-hmm. He was, you know, we asked. I don't know for those listening. Um, Al put a, a shout out if anyone wants to join a private chat on Twitter, and we had a bunch of people respond. So thank you. Um, but when we asked what what would you like to hear more about? Joshua Burley, uh, as the first thing he said is, you know, he wants to know which train simulator that Victor's using. So, you know, so, I, this was a hot topic. Yeah. So Victor has found his topic. his soulmate in, in Joshua there. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there's many. I got to say, uh, we did look at uh, a commercial, if you would, a trailer, or a trailer yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. the train simulator. And I think that's the highlight of the simulator <laughs> the trailer yeah. is, is the trailer of it because it had the music. It was kind of very like it was very like do 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 like it was very you know intriguing yeah. and i'm like but it goes back and forth and fast no and no, slow. no 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 you gotta you gotta experience you gotta try it plus it's gotta be your jam right i mean uh, yeah i'll try anything i think I, I mean matt matt said it the last time you know it would be awesome to be behind this massive you know uh pile of metal that you're controlling and it, and you are it's kind of cool and you get you get to control the camera you can be inside you have access to all the controls you got to try it. That's does all. does the, um, the does the does the train ever crash? Um, it's so it's it's not designed as a Grand Theft Auto kind of game or anything like that. It's supposed to <laughs> the train so has you been hoisted. Yeah. So you can derail the train, but as soon as that happens, you fail. You lose. The uh, game stops. Uh, so it's not about simulating okay. what happens after How the crash. How yeah. accurate is the train simulator? Like we've got uh, a fall leaves are, are, are slippery on the trail on the um, yeah. tracks. Yeah, so- it's got, yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's got uh, um, uh, like friction uh, reacts to the weather. So there if it's go. raining or snowing and you, yeah. and you apply the brakes, you're going to get different physics there than if it's not doing that. And so, is there a jump, yeah. is there a jumper mode? Like we oh, joked God. about, was there like a, there better uh, not you, be. You, it's yeah, not Grand you, you Theft can, Auto. You can, you can jump in front of the train, but you will. The train will absorb you, and you'll end up inside the train. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so like passenger yeah, pickup. <laughs> passenger. Even as <laughs> my joke, like I would love if it, it had things like yeah. you know um, the the snow piercer, or even like reenactment <laughs> of like taking a Pelham one two three or something like that. I'm in. Like that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. But it has variations of that. It has no hijackers. Planner. It has no a hygiene. scenario planner, planner where you can take a train that doesn't belong and like you can take a subway train out of out of the subway and put it on a freight line and you can create all kinds of scenarios. Um, but uh, so, you know, so one, all they need to do is create a uh, snow piercer, um, <laughs> uh, you know, model uh, DLC and, and you're there. Uh, and, and they also have a, a livery editor. And what that means is you can go and take a train and paint it yourself. So you can uh, go and make it look like Snowpiercer. There so you go. You can, okay, is there a winner of the game? Like, how do you win it's not, the game? It's a simulator, not a game. That's the uh, thing. So you're no, thinking no, a no, game. No, no, no. Tanya's right. I'll no? just settle down. You, you have objectives. <laughs> and if you complete Listen, those very objectives, you, you, make, you get achievements. You get you increase your scores. You unlock things. Yeah, so actually, it's just, yeah, it is a you game. You know, it's, it's, we got a whole lot of new use, uh, new listeners this uh, this week, <laughs> and I feel like we're, the longer, goes against yeah, the, long, the longer <laughs> we, <laughs> the longer we okay, talk I'll, about okay, trains. Okay, but wait, Sorry, I, I just, one last, okay. oh, go ahead. Ted. I, I have, I have a thought. 
So uh, our son, he's big, big into like Tetris uh, 99 again or one against 99 or something like that. And you play against people. And now he just introduced me to Super Mario and it's uh, one versus I don't remember the number. 35? A lot of people. Lot Anyways. Of people. Yeah, 35 or something. And uh, and so you play against the people and you can see the board. And as you kill the the little Koopa Troopers or whatever, they pop up on other people's screen. They need to do that for the train simulator. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the they're they're working on it. They have leveling it up. Um, yeah, no, no. Yeah, all right. Yeah, they got they have multiplayer in, in the bus simulator game that I played. La- we don't need to get into that. Last That's word on train. Podcast. Last okay, word no, on Vic- train simulators goes to Victor. Anything you want to say, and then we're we're burying the train simulator. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll derail it by saying that I've been watching Shit's Creek on your advisement, oh, and I love it too. And 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 to bring it back to Letterkenny, uh, Ted Lasso that I have recommended before. The three references to Letterkenny are. Uh, hard no, uh, fucking embarrassing, and tapping the glass twice, the shot glasses mm. twice. When did that right? happen in Ted Lasso? In different episodes. Really? So just look out for it. But yeah, so I don't know if it's just a coincidence hmm. or if it's a bit of a tip the hat. So uh, Let me you tell go. you, Victor, I, I'm going to say, Ted Lasso loved it. Loved the shit out of it. I've finished it already. I'm, I'm look, I can't wait for the next season. It was so Salivating good. Salivating for more. Yeah. I loved sure. it. It was so, so good. Whereas, uh, no offense, Matt. And again, we're, we're, we're only maybe eight, uh, nine episodes into Shit's Creek. I'm still waiting for it to grab me. It, it hasn't really oh, grabbed oh, me yet. The last yet. one I laughed. It, it grabbed huh? Linda and me. We're happy with it. Oh, we're on episode seven dude. and we're, we're all in. I think it's such a brilliant cast. They're just they're they're, just they're no they're brilliant. Man. Yeah, I'm I agree with you. They're all brilliant. Um, I'm just I'm not feeling the characters yet. Whereas La- Ted Lasso, I I love the characters from like like episode one, Shit's Creek. I really don't like anybody yet on the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> again, on, I think we. Like, oh, what? you don't like what's his name from from that show? What what's it called? Um, oh yeah, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the guy with that tie. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're you're talking about that from the you're... from the show outsourcing, outsourced, outsourcing. Outsourced. You're talking about Chris Sorry. Elliott, or um... no, no, Ray, the guy, the Ray. I think Ray is his name. The t- um, town man, the town. Um, oh goodness. Yeah, he works for the government. <laughs> oh, the guy who does all the jobs. The um, he's got the a realtor. mustache. The realtor, yeah, slash. Yeah. Oh, he's the like real different jobs. You'll see as yeah. the season's going. Yeah, he plays like yeah. I haven't seen enough of him to. to there was a great show. It only lasted for a year. I think it was called Outsource. There was there was a movie and yeah. then they did the show. But the show wasn't and anything he, like the movie, and I, I I enjoyed the show too. We watched the show. Uh, and yeah, and, and well, he's from that fun. show. Okay, yeah, he played Man Meat or something like that, didn't he? On that That's show. Right. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Love take that. one last thought before we get into this. I downloaded Train Simulator at the beginning of this. Oh my god. I think I'm winning. I've been <laughs> I've been moving since we've been talking. Oh, I, man. I think I'm winning. Anyway, don't deviate yeah. from going straight. Joshua's excuse is that he he want he once wanted his his second choice. Oh my god, he is playing it. Joshua's second choice as a career was to be a train engineer, so that's why he's into the simulator. Victor has no excuse. All right, there um, are many games. Uh, maybe you. So as long as it's Train Sim World Two, then mm-hmm. you've got the right game. Otherwise, it's just a imposter. All right. Oh, uh, speaking of new followers and listeners, I'm going to read out our our new tw- Twitter followers for this week. Uh, Bo Bo Boylo, uh, thank you for uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me for following us. Uh, this one's a little uh, hard to pronounce. Sexuality 
the facts, logic, and research findings, uh, also known as At Ways Women Orgasm. She's from London, UK. I gotta uh, look that up. Yeah, well, yeah, you should. Uh, thank you for <laughs> thank you for the follow, uh, Jose Amaro or Jose Amaro, uh, the Bug from Pennsylvania, James Garwood from Essex, uh, Cat Eyed Boy from Unknown, uh, Jeff Hackstad, uh, Laura Martin, and Stephen from Auburn. Alabama. Thank you all for uh, following us on Twitter. Uh, and as Matt had mentioned uh, this this past week, I actually started up a uh, a DM a Twitter DM group uh, for this show. So anybody who listens and follows and wants to join the group, and we we have we've been chatting in there for a bit, like a bit about various stuff like train simulators and and <laughs> also other more fun stuff. Uh, you know, just uh, just DM me or, or like the, the original tweet that I put out, and and I'll add you to the to the group uh victor your background there is the price is the big wheel on the price is right is there any uh, uh anything to that this week is did, did bob barker die or something why do you have that oh, my. <laughs> oh my oh <laughs> or you just felt like putting that there's, up <laughs> there's there's no significance at all i was looking for a background for um uh what is it called dragon's den or oh right right yeah 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 you yeah. nailed it and, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I got distracted for this. <laughs> All right then, Price is Right, Dragons End, same I lose, thing. I lose focus easily. Squirrel. Oh man! Squirrel. Okay, here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week we reviewed season two, episode four, "The Native Flu." That episode got a clearance rating from all four of us. Uh, but according to our uh, scientific Twitter poll, fifty-seven point one percent of you disagreed, thought the episode was actually a fresh, and the rest of you agreed uh, with us. This week we recap and review the season two, episode five, "Uncle Eddie's Trust." So, uh, Tanya, did you do your homework? Yes. Matt, did you do your homework? I always do my homework. And Victor, did you do your homework? Yeah, I'm still batting a thousand. Yeah, uh, I had to remind you, you, you forgot yesterday. It's because we had Monday off that it threw you off, right? Yeah, the whole week was off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this whole Alan week. Alan told me I couldn't eat any snacks while watching the show because the crunching would take away from <laughs> me listening and, and, and getting every joke out of it. You've got to invest in some nibs like we do. (laughs) Oh, really? That's what you snack on? Nibs? That doesn't No, we snack on like literally everything, but nibs is what we have today. (laughs) (laughs) All out of yogurt. (laughs) All right. In the yogurt? (laughs) Yogurt is quieter to snack on while you're you're watching Letter Kenny. Anyway, we start with the cold opening. Uh, Open. The the Hicks, minus dairy, are hanging out at the produce stand. Squirrely Dan reprimands Wayne for pouring out the bottom of his beer. What, do you have some kind of drinking problems? It's a problem, Dan. That's alcohol abuse. Well, to be fair. Oh, don't say to be fair. I hate when people say to be fair. To it be sounds fair. like, uh, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Well, to be fair. The bottom inch of a beer <laughs> bottle is 50% spit. Well, don't be gross. Bugs could have crawled down there and died, too. You don't know. What'd I just say? Well, it's the same reason you don't eat the bottom of an ice cream cone. I'm not sure how I feel about this talk. <laughs> what, do you think they check for bugs down there in the cone factory? Fuck no, they just throw the cones in the box. Figure it out. Can we move past this, please? What, do you think they check for bugs down there at the cone shop? Fuck no, they just throw the ice cream on there. Have a good one. This conversation's fast becoming a confrontation. Like here, have some ice cream and fucking bugs, likely. <laughs> what do you do with the bottles with the ice cream cones? Well, you throw it on the fucking ground, Dan. You let the bugs eat it. It's a circle of life. Didn't you never see the Lion King? You know I love the lion king <laughs> in that 
clip, there's a bunch that's come out of that, like uh, like Letterkenny oh. memes. So to be fair, for sure, to it, be fair, you can you can tell if somebody has watched Letterkenny if you can walk if you walk into a room and say to be fair, and somebody else can't help but respond to be fair it, it, it happened then you know it, they watched that okay even if i don't say it out loud every time i hear it i say that in my head yeah i can't it's it's in it's just in there now yeah <laughs> yeah and then uh squirrely dan's comment of um this conversation's fast becoming a confrontation i love that that's such a great <laughs> yeah that's such a great line uh dairy joins and informs them that they're out of beer the beer store is closed it's reason fucking five million that they need another bar in that town. Uh, Derry has brought them miscellaneous bottles of liquor to fill the need. They're leftovers from Christmas potluck from at least six years ago. Wayne gets the creme de menthe, squirrely Dan, the blue Caraco or Caraco. And uh, well, if you're, Portu- if you're Portuguese, it's Curaçao. And Katie, the butter ripple schnapps. Mm, butter ripple schnapps. Now, what the fuck am I <laughs> supposed that shit to do straight. With- a creme de menthe. Splash of milk, three scoops of chocolate ice cream. You got yourself a frozen Girl Scout. Do I look like the type of prick to have a frozen Girl Scout, Derry? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with blue Caraco? Mix apple juice, pear juice, <laughs> garnish with blackberries. You got yourself a blue bijou. I think I'd rather have a blue bijou. Not enough for two. Says you. What am I supposed to do with butter ripple schnapps? Mm. Well, that's easy, Kate Cat. Down the hatch. Tasting that for days. Uh, what you're missing out by listening to that clip is when they're saying that, what am I supposed to do with blue Caracao? <laughs> He's holding they're They're holding it up and showing it to the camera as if they're like presenting it. It's kind of funny. Uh, so I got to try one of those Girl Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> Derry pulls out a bottle of beer he found in the golf bag. Katie questions why he gets to have it. Derry defends himself by saying, well, the beer's warm. Still a beer. Well, to be fair. 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 <laughs> he is essentially drinking a bottle of piss right now. <laughs> the Hicks each take a sip from their respective bottles and look less than impressed with their drinks. Now, you're no mixologist, but your best bet here is to mix them all together into what you call donkey juice. However, to be fair, donkey juice will to make be fair. you spit. Donkey juice will make you spit and cue the theme. So that's your uh, cold opening. What do you guys think so far? Well, I think I think Derry was in the right in this situation. They they razzed him about the beer, but in all fairness, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. He, <laughs> he brought all the booze. Yeah. So if he he has full rights to that beer, and they should just fuck off. <laughs> you know what? It depends on though whose golf bag he pulled it out of. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I lost focus after the whole um, ice cream cone scenario. I I felt (laughs) that I couldn't get over that. Uh, The idea of throwing away an ice cream cone uh, (laughs) wasn't too cute for me. Uh, that's fair especially when Lots especially right when there. the bottom is kind of filled with that solid chocolate mm-hmm. you know um, how they do sometimes so now maybe you can't and strength you can't help but think that maybe it's not chocolate is that what you're saying <laughs> no i would never just, have considered bugs at the I never, bottom of my ice cream. i never i just never thought about it. but also it doesn't bother me like a lot of people don't drink uh, pop out of cans because they feel that the cans are in, in warehouses and bugs and and rats poop on them and whatnot um and you know what? I just wipe it down, and I don't, I don't care about that kind of stuff. So I, I think I'll continue eating my ice cream cones. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to dissuade me. All right. Come I, on. Oh. I had a flashback when they talked about that uh, butterscotch ripple schnapps. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was. So Halloween, I dressed up as a nurse and I had a syringe and I gave everyone shots of butterscotch. This is pre-COVID, by the way. Uh, pre-children too. It was pre-children. a long time ago. But. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was a great party. But it's also Anyways. on our street, it became a tradition where uh, <clears throat> on our street, the kids would go trick-or-treating. They'd get their candy, but some of the parents would also pass out shots of some kind. And, and yes. one of the shots was always like some kind of butterscotch. That's my kinds of people's. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I miss, uh, I mean, we're going to miss that this year with Halloween. And unfortunately, all right, coming out of the credits <clears throat> in the farmhouse, Katie has just gotten word that their uncle Eddie has died. That news gets a, well, you can't win them all from both Wayne and Katie. Uh, it turns out uncle Eddie was the longest serving mayor in letter Kenny and was enjoying his retirement as a snowbird down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, uncle Eddie was a good guy. He was a real good guy. He left us a bunch of money. Did he? Damn, did he do? How much? 5K. What a great fucking guy. He's a real great fucking guy. Well, he'd want us to have a party. He wants us to put it back into the community. (laughs) A great fucking guy. He says in his will that he's fallen out of touch with the community and he trusts our judgment to give 5K some legs around here. Well, sure as God's got sandals. So, how you want to fuck this (laughs) thing? Well, you better put it on your fucking Facebook. Put it on your fucking Facebook. So this brings up a bit of a point that a lot of people make uh, about this show. You never see adults on the show. And by adults, I mean anyone older than than the main characters. And so, <clears throat> for example, a lot of a lot of people frequently ask, where are Katie and Wayne's parents? Like, do they own the farm themselves? Like, what's going on there? How did they come come across, hmm. you know, owning a farm? And where are all the old people in Letterkenny? There are no old people. Everyone's young and good looking and, and you know, quick witted and stuff. Looking? Well, mo- <laughs> most of them are. Even the, even the skits? <clears throat> most of them are. But anyway, uh, it's right. it's kind of funny. And, and it's something that it's a recurring theme. You, so this is the first time you hear of like, uh, it's not a parent, but it's an uncle who is older and was, uh, retired in Fort Maybe Lauderdale. Maybe they're all snowbirds. Because, I mean, Wayne has learned his his values from somebody, and, and so has so has Katie, right? So um, who did they learn these from, right? Any, any, uh, any theories? Have we lost <laughs> vocals? No, uh, Matt's just talking to, to somebody off screen there. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. back, Matt? <laughs> Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Anyway, no theory, no theories as to where the the, the <laughs> adults are in uh, in Letterkenny. Uh, maybe I, they they've been shipped off to uh, to 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 the neighboring town. <laughs> Sent to the res. Yes. To uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's just an interesting thing, and 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 we'll see. Maybe we'll learn more about their parents when we watch Little Kenny, the animated show when they're when they're kids <laughs> or, or there'll be a spinoff there's going to be after letter kenny ends there's going to be a spinoff but it's going to be all the old people yeah exactly <laughs> uh all right next scene a montage of uh um, later kenny later kenny <laughs> yes <laughs> well done i love it well done all right and a montage of late letter kenny <laughs> residents reading katie's <laughs> facebook post about uh uncle eddie starting uh with darian squirrely dan followed by jonesy and riley then the skids pastor glenn and gail who's reading it while she's peeing on the at the side of the road while standing up uh, i might add uh and then she gets really excited zips up and jumps on her bike and, and starts pedaling away cut to the next scene katie and wayne are still toasting their uncle eddie in their kitchen when their doorbell rings news travels real fast especially when it's on your fucking facebook 
And then we get to the final following scene, which is the, the main scene in this episode out at the barn. <clears throat> it's like a scene from Dragon's Den or for our Americans friend, uh, American friends, uh, Shark Tank. Uh, Bonnie McMurray plays the role of the host. You've entered the barn where ideas come to blossom or be ridiculed relentlessly. On one side, two no-nonsense farmers are looking to give away their uncle's money. On the other, savvy entrepreneurs hoping to acquire it. First up, three D-gens from Letterkenny are hoping to sell the farmers on their solution for a common small-town problem. Uh, up first, with their pitch, are the skids. Good afternoon, Hicks. We are asking. Is it true that you have a massive horn? Yes. yes. No. No? <laughs> I, I mean, there's no way that they could possibly know that. I saw Stuart's penis at the Elmira pool on my 11th birthday. Looked like a 12-ounce cut of pork tenderloin hanging there. Polonius. I saw Stuart's penis when we touched tubes, as normal, inquisitive young boys do, and it looked like six pool balls were stuck inside a gym sock hanging there. I'm verified. Told you. Fuck. I guess that's as, that's as close as Stu gets. Stuart gets to uh, playing it cool, eh? like trying to you oh. know, deny all, all of these allegations. Why would you? Do, I, I'd, I'd be owning it. I'd be like, hell yeah! But uh, yeah. But the whole touching tubes thing, though, man. <laughs> is that a metaphor? Is that what, what's that's happening a, with the touching tubes? What what is okay. that? I think it's just not, kids playing oh. sword fighting with with their you know young no. yeah yeah. I, I actually, I mean, I, I had an idea, but I... Were you going to tell us that you actually touched tubes when you were a kid? Is that what you're... I, oh, let's I not know. go there. I, <laughs> because let's I want to say... It was say, awkward uh, watching the show. We don't need to try that here. I want to say this is a safe space. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, in this case, maybe maybe not so much. Because, Matt, we still do work together. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, we, we are an on-ramp onto the uh, yeah. interweb. Yeah. But we also work in a very inclusive environment. So. Yes, yes. Yes, you're correct. Yes. Uh, the Skids won five, 5K for 66.6% of their company. Of course they do. Uh, they want to give back to Letterkenny by helping people get sober. Their idea is to produce a TV show featuring interventions. Uh, to illustrate their idea, uh, they act out a sample scene. It's a very uncomfortable scene. Stuart, you are such a disaster that sometimes you don't even know if it's a weekday or the weekend. It hurts me to see you being such a disaster. I wish you could go back to being only a mild disaster. Oh, Devin. This antic was not discussed or rehearsed. Stuart, I worry that your disaster <laughs> is the result of when we touch tubes as young boys. I think about touching tubes with you and sometimes wish I could go back in time and not touch tubes. Perhaps had we not touched tubes, you wouldn't be such a disaster. Love rule. Yeah, and then the judges rule. Anywho, your idea comes from a good place, but Uncle Eddie always believed that if a man needs help, he'll ask. He won't be told. And for that reason, I'm out. Sounds like touching tubes was a pretty big setback for Stuart, <laughs> but your pitch was the real disaster. I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did you think of this kid's idea? <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> I thought we were done with the dick talk in the last episode. But Come yet on. It I feel like it's never really going to go away. <laughs> Have it's you been not. listening to this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently Victor is not paying attention. 
Uh, next, <laughs> hung up on trains. Yeah. Next no, up, but Wayne. I, Wayne shared some wisdom in the last episode, and I thought, okay, good. On to a new topic. Oh, too much horn talk. Yes, that was Wayne's uh, <laughs> wisdom. Apparently, the skids didn't, uh, or nor did Katie, because she's the one who actually started it up again, didn't she? Well, I know Tanny needed some education in the last episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up are Jones and Jonesy, Riley, Joint Boy, and Tyson. Uh, Bonnie introduces them. Up next in the barn, these winners of the genetic lottery with no more than an ounce of gray matter between them hope the farmers get behind their plan for young people in Letterkenny. Well, so are you just going to do that every time then, Bonnie? <laughs> well, if you want me to, Wayne. <laughs> yes, please. You got it, Wayne. Thank you. I love that. <clears throat> uh, they're asking for 5K for 49% of their idea. Their idea is to find the toughest kid in Letterkenny by gathering a bunch of tough kids, making them live together and get trained by Joint Boy and Tyson, and then compete in fights. Katie thinks their concept sounds familiar. Jonesy and Riley insist that it's a, it's fur to fresh. Uh, the judges rule. Great presentation. I really love the bulletin board with all the sweaty dudes. You can just leave that here. But I don't think that Uncle Eddie would say, Katie, great investment in sweaty dudes. And for that reason... I'm out. You know what? I'm just going to come right out and say it, and you can take that bulletin board with you, please and thanks. This idea is a tad fruity loops. And for that reason, why out? Yeah. Uh, next up is Gail. She wants 5K for 69% of her company, of course. Uh, when Wayne asks why 69%, Gail says, because both sides benefit. Uh, <laughs> Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Gail wants to give back by finding people love. She wants to put 20 women in the house with Wayne to compete for his hand in marriage. Wayne likes the idea, even though Katie thinks it's already been done. Wayne doesn't think so. So oh, otherwise, he'd be all over a show like that. Katie is skeptical and says she doesn't think a scenario like that would be a good way to choose a wife. Gail says he'd whittle things down to three women and then meet their families and then spend the night with each of them. Uh, Wayne has questions. You know what? I got some fucking questions here. Shaboink. Now, when you say I spend the night with three of them, is it implied I have sex with all three of them? Sure is. So I meet their families, then we go have sex. I do that with three of them before deciding which one I want to marry. Yeah. Do the girls know going into the process that I will be having sex with them and two other girls before deciding which one I want to marry? Yeah, maybe more. Do the girls' families, who I've just met, also know going into the process that I'll be having sex with their daughters as well as two other girls who are not their daughters before deciding which one I want to marry? Yeah. And the girls and their families find this process entirely rational despite how self-harming, health-hazardous, and humiliating it very likely will be. Yeah. And you say 20 girls and their families will happily sign up for this process. Over and over, I imagine. Oh, Gail, I don't want to date a girl like that, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Comes from a family like that. Oh, there's so much about this. So I honestly <laughs> promise you, I've had this exact conversation with Jen. About so I, we, well, about, we watched the bachelor, yep. like she yep. loves it. So mm -hmm. I'll sit through it. And I've actually had this whole conversation. I'm like, I don't fucking get it. Yep. Like who volunteers for this shit? 100%. Okay. And may I just say, okay, <laughs> our daughter is in kindergarten. Oh, she comes home and says that she's engaged to get married. <laughs> some no. kid, some kid got down on his knee during recess. Oh, and yeah. I'm talking about five-year-olds yeah. got down on his knee 
opened his hand like there was a ring inside, asked her if she would marry him, gave her a kiss on her cheek. Of course, the kids ran around screaming their heads off. And then I later talked to the mom and said, you know, this is what happened. Did you guys just happen to go to a a wedding or like, was he engaged? No, she sits down with her five-year-old and watches this show (laughs) with her, her five-year-old. And I'm thinking, wow, that's some, that's some interesting parenting choice there. I'm like, really? I mean, you know, yeah, in all fairness, Tanya, my seven-year-old's been engaged since he was four. So. Oh, I'm so I'm like it's a I, long I, engagement. I just I know. It's, I I let it, me guess. It's they, just they're, to they're, show that I'm it's I COVID I, related. I was gonna say their date was this year and it got postponed, right? Uh. I'm just I'm just the the show is I've I watched it like maybe one or twice at once or twice and and I I just. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, the I, show I'm, is entertainment. It's not real. Come on. No, I know, but it's still. It, yeah, it's I'm. I'm. I'm with right. Matt. I always. I, I can't watch that because it but just. The, some of the people on the show are mm-hmm. these. They go. This is bullshit, and I know it, and this is mm-hmm. hilarious. I'm going to be a part of it. But there's legitimate people who take mm-hmm. part in these who think, "Oh my God, I'm going to find love. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest thing of my life," and it's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we don't really know how much of it is like you know. If not scripted? scripted, very, very kind of, you know. Yeah, I think we've we've learned. I mean, most people now are savvy enough to know that reality show. There's not much reality in reality television. But at the same time, I don't feel like I'd rather watch a good scripted show than than what comes off as reality, you know, passes a reality. True, true, true reality is the original Iron Chef. From Japan, I love oh, that. I that love that. That was the best show yeah, that ever. So, although that's what started it all. Okay, uh. it was reality, but those sh- those <laughs> those judges at the end, especially, it was usually the female judge. I love the overdubs. And and uh-huh. she and she was likely a, a porn star or an adult <laughs> enter- entertainment star or something. Uh. Just some of her, her judgments. Oh, some, oh yes. Some of her it comments. Makes me feel like I'm back home. Yeah. Uh, floating on the cloud. Oh, I with love memories the way... of my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> but she would always say something so in, inappropriate. Yeah. Like, I love the way this feels in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> do you oh, hear yourself saying You're right. That was, the, that was the heyday of reality. You don't that, take the... in textures when you eat? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that show was just classic. It was and, good. And, oh. It's a great show. Agreed. I got. I got to go find that show to watch Ka- it again. Katie w- wonders if there would there could be a female version of her with twenty dudes. She'd be in for that. Uh, but Wayne doesn't like that idea one bit. No. <laughs> Ew. You're out. And you want to what? What? I'm out. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like Gail doesn't care. She's. <laughs> I, I- Honestly, in last one last thought on this pitch, I was actually disappointed in Gail. Mm-hmm. I expected her to come out and be beyond inappropriate. Like I get it, she pitched the Bachelor or whatever. Yeah, but it's you know she was so toned down mm-hmm. from what she's. Well, capable okay, of. what she was saying was toned down, but her delivery, her body, <laughs> her, but that's her how she moves when she says anything. I know, so but it's just that that, that was on par. But oh, man. her. Her. She might have orgasmed three times during that whole uh, episode. <laughs> oh, man. It's great. Okay. Maybe that's like a body Tourette's thing for her. <laughs> it's a choice for sure. Uh, and it, next Tourette's up. is not a choice. I was no. disappointed that she didn't pitch opening up a, up a bar. That's where I thought this was going. It's funny because at the beginning of the episode, you said they're going to use that money to, to open a bar or whatever. And I remember the first time watching this, that's the exact same, exact same thing I thought. But 
more to the point though, how th- these people have a very twisted uh, uh, concept of how much five thousand dollars is actually going to get you. <laughs> well, like none of these ideas <laughs> would cost five grand, town, man. <laughs> but that's connected to also one of the skits, right? About yeah. o- overvaluing. Yeah. Well, that's good. Right? Yeah, that's coming up now. Okay. Next up are yeah. the McMurrays and Jim Dickens. Dickens. Dixon. <laughs> Dickskin. Dickens. Wayne and McMurray have an awkward exchange uh, where they keep speaking over each other. Uh, they're asking for 5K for 5% of their business. Mrs. McMurray would like to give back to the community by helping them cocksuckers get rich. Uh, they want to do it by auctioning off other people's shit. Did you know? that there are storage facilities surrounding Letterkenny that are filled with other people's useless piles of their shit that they have forgotten about. Abandon it, baby. They abandon, abandon, abandon their abandon shit. shit. Now, who's Nam do I got to polish to get a cocksucking gin tonic right here? All right. We have secured the auctioneering right for these such storage facilities with the help of our friend Jimmy Dixon. Dickens. That's exactly what it said. So what we want to do is we want to take people down there and have them rummage through all the shit and then buy some of the stuff, and probably more than likely, most definitely, find hidden treasures, golden jewels. And I'd settle for Tom Collins if it'll get this rig rolling. So you want to sell other people's shit that they left in their storage locker? Abandoned. 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 Things are abandoned. But it's a storage locker. Nobody's got any good shit in there. <laughs> you would be surprised. Katie's never surprised. McMurray demonstrates by bringing out items from a storage locker from the tiny town of Tiverton. Mrs. McMurray presents the items while Jim Dickens, Dickens, uh, does his auctioneering thing. (laughs) (laughs) They show stuff like five DVD movies, $50 guaranteed. Yeah, right. When's the last time you paid a dollar for or $10 for a DVD that you bought at a garage? When was the last time you bought a DVD? Yeah, exactly. Oh, even worse. A vintage, vintage, quote unquote, VCR guaranteed $50, maybe $100 or $150. By the way, you can buy a brand new VCR, I think at Radio or The Source for uh, $35. I know that for a fact. (laughs) Uh, Still sell those? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, People were digitizing collections and stuff. Uh, About $5,000 worth of fishing lures, apparently. A microwave that's inexplicably worth at least $100K, if not $50K, because it was touched by Mahatma Gandhi. Um, Used paint can that are apparently worth $100 each, even though like that's double what you might pay for a brand new paint can. And then uh, there's the drill bits. We got bits. Bits coming out of the ass. Twist bits, drill bits, fucking Brad bits all over the place. Baby's putting it up. You can have so many bits, you can put them in your tits, you can put them in your mouth. You can shake them all around. Do a little dance and all kinds of shit. Bits all over the place. You can have so many, you can let them suck and sit and fuck them right in the fucking... Not for me, though, but somebody else who's into that kind of shit. Each one is guaranteed to be at least $100. No problem for sure. $100 each bit. No, they're not. Sure, goddamn are. No, they're not. Jimmy Dickskin. Dickens. I know it's Dickens, and I meant no offense i was just trying to get you to stop the well the thing uh, I, just, I just want you to get to stop well the thing that you're doing yeah oh man so good uh yeah um Dickens. that's a thing that's a thing though these storage oh you- yeah storage wars yeah, are storage you kidding wars. so okay i used to be uh, obsessed with that shit yeah uh tanya and I, like well i don't know i won't speak for tanya i would say i i turned off reality tv Altogether, the only kind of reality show I like watching now is just Home Improvement, and just because of what's going on upstairs. Um, you don't watch Sports and Fire? 
no, you know, but we we did get into what was that one? The glass blowing one. That was interesting. Oh, uh, oh yeah, blown away. Idea. Blown, blown away. away. Yeah. yeah. For American listeners, do they have that? This was a Canadian. Yeah, I don't know. Show, it, glass it, blowing. It, it is on Netflix. So it's on Netflix. It, right. Yeah, yeah. If, if it, well, it was on well, Canadian. Have you ever oh, seen right. U.S. Netflix? It's very different. Yeah, you're right. Much anyway, blown different. away was very interesting. So we watched that. So anything that kind of still requires skill and stuff. I hate the over dramatization of all that stuff. Like you know, telling people's backstory, all that crap turns me off so um but anyway yeah. oh that's where i was going with the storage wars so we went up to <laughs> we went up we went up to collingwood one uh, weekend uh to spend a weekend with with uh, tanya's sister and, and her husband and they they had uh uh the tv on uh whatever channel storage wars is on and it was a storage wars marathon and i'm like what the fuck is this shit? I hate, this is so lame. This is so Your bad. Goal. And I swear to God, six hours later, we were still like, it was beautiful outside. Yeah, we like, we, instead of doing anything else, we were sitting there watching goddamn storage wars for like after episode, after episode, after episode. Yeah. You're so, yeah. That, that happened. That happened with me watching shipping wars. Yeah. <laughs> People hire, they, they bid on, on being hired to ship, to, to ship things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need this plane delivered from here to there. Or I need this giant pumpkin delivered uh, from here to there, or these arcade arcade games. And yeah, that's, and this, it sounds like the most stupid concept, yeah. but the characters are interesting and you just get sucked in and I'd rather do anything else in the world, but you're just stuck there yeah. and they just, yeah. Well, so. Well, I can tell you, I had to be talked down because I, I got obsessed with that storage worship for a while there. And then and, and then what happened was the, the paper here in Toronto used to advertise or oh, started no. advertising yeah. oh, no. the, the the local storage facilities that were doing these auctions. And yeah. I'm like, I could do this shit. Like, oh, I'm like, babe, no. I can do I could do I got I got 300 bucks. For, I could I could buy a locker. I could double my money. We're golden. And they're like, you're an idiot. And yeah. I finally caught up to the conversation I was an idiot and and didn't go. (laughs) Oh man. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank God for that. Yeah, so usually I'm I'm usually allergic to reality, but there is a certain type of reality TV that'll still kind of hook me in, and and that's the kind. Like right now, actually, all these home improvement shows. Oh, the pool one, the pool kings, or whatever <laughs> it's called. Oh my God, I so want a pool. I want a grotto in my backyard. It's uh, so cool. I've wanted With a, a grotto for a long With time. A slide and a water feature, and oh my God, it's so good. Uh, never, yeah. we'll never I, be. Able. I always wanted a guitar-shaped pool. A guitar. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, you, you can get there, Victor. That's yes. life goals right there, bud. Yeah. Life goals. Uh, I, I'm not going to brag or anything, but Victor, I actually have a backyard that, that can have a guitar-shaped pool in it. I don't know about yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can fit a guitar-shaped pool back there, I think. I don't know if I'd be, uh, maybe I'd a, be out. Maybe a ukulele? Out. I was going to say, maybe a ukulele-shaped pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we're sharing the same brain. Like a, tra- now. Like a travel guitar. Oh, man. So anyway, Wayne and Katie are out for uh, for the McMurray's uh, pitch. Next up is Pastor Wayne uh, with three young boys. He wants 5K at 0% because that's... Wait, did you say Pastor Wayne? Did I say Pastor Wayne? I meant Pastor... <laughs> it's been a long Oh, day. it's even written Pastor Wayne. Why did I say Pastor Wayne? Oh, th- there's another thing. Uh, I know that um, uh, Brad Pitt is one of the, the the Hollywood celebrities that claim to love uh, Letter Kenny. I'm wondering if when he was watching that episode and they're talking about the the, the drill bits and they they make the the Brad Pitt drill bit joke or whatever, if he actually got a kick out of that or is he too big a star to even care? 
And, and and I feel vindicated here, by the way. <laughs> Why is that? The man that I said sounds like Brad Pitt <laughs> in uh, in the in the Bastards movie, in, yeah, uh, the is, is the one that ends up referencing Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's all come full circle. It's all and come I'm, full circle. It all like, fits. It all. Hurrah! There you go. It's all looking up, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, it's Pastor Glenn, not Pastor Wayne. Uh, Maybe there's a repressed memory there of a you pastor. Fucking hot mess. Maybe. Anyway, with <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Glenn with three young boys. Uh, he wants 5K at 0% because that's the Lord's percentage. Uh, Wayne uh, wants to take the boys and perform on America's Got Talent. They perform for Wayne and Katie, and they're okay, but nothing special. And then Glenn starts singing lead gospel style. I want you to praise him. Uh, and he's very off. Glenn starts dancing, but that doesn't help. Wayne and Katie are both out. Um, yeah, so there's that one. Uh, it was a pretty awkward pitch. Did Matt? Did you have something to say? Yeah, well, well, yeah, because <laughs> and it was funny because actually in our the the private Twitter conversation again, we had Anthony Pacheco, <laughs> our boy from California, there reach out, and he was curious to know what Tanya's take on um, on Glenn's plan here for this. Uh, for this thing. So what, what did you think of this scene there, Tanya? I think maybe uh, Anthony, uh, as, uh, what the hell am I? Anthony referred to you because he knows how much you love Pastor Glenn. How much I love him. <laughs> yes. love. Of course I do. Sure. Um, you know what? He didn't insult me this time. I, it wasn't a sexual uh, way that he was being perverse. Uh, in the last few episodes, he's actually kind of toned, uh, it, down. toned it down from from that first character that we saw. Um, so yeah, I wasn't offended by him. Um, and, uh, I kind of liked the fact that he was a horrible singer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was just hoping I was, I was kind of crossing my fingers that he wasn't going to go into that dark place and, and, and kind of rip the boys, you know, a new one for, for, Oh, he did smack one of them in the back of the head though, which, which made that, that is, (laughs) yeah. But, but I was worried that he was going to go really like really too far. So I was kind of glad it didn't go that that way. (laughs) I love, and I love Wayne's reaction when he's like, when's LA? He's like next week. He's like, Oh fuck man. Just (laughs) totally back down off the idea completely. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I'm surprised he even entertained it that far. Uh, Anyway, up next is Derry and Squirrely Dan. They want 5k for 50% of their business. At first Wayne wants to just lend them the money if they need it, but they've got enough to get by. Uh, they want they want to help folks in Letterkenny get jobs, so they want to start manufacturing duck calls in Letterkenny. Wayne likes the idea, but <laughs> then Derry continues the pitch. The only people who work in the factory would have beards, which would contribute to their unique original brand. Uh, and when they're not making duck calls, they would shoot guns and blows up beaver dams. But it's unclear whether the beavers would still be in them. Uh, Katie thinks it's a Troy's idea, and Wayne adds that it's an idea that no one has ever attempted before. Uh, <laughs> Katie thinks she's in, and Wayne says, what could go wrong? Uh, but then the pitch isn't over. And uh, after we grow to our brand and got uh, a followings, uh, we can use our influences to condemn homosexuals. Oh. oh. No, no, because it's okay, because... You know, once we've created our brand and then condemn the homosexuals, we'll just like go home with our families, eat supper, and then hold hands and pray. Well, see, now that's a wee bit of a curveball, super chieftains. What do you have against homosexuals? Me? Nothing. LQBT is all right with me. Daryl? Yeah. Nothing. So why do you want to condemn them? Yeah. 
We uh, we seen it on the TV shows. We, we know. know. We actually seen it on the TV shows. <laughs> One was the TV show. What we seen it on, and then the other was a news program about what we seen on the TV shows. We know. <laughs> so popular, and they looked like they was having lots of fun. So we just figured if we did what they did, we get lots of fun too. Oh man. That's uh, early days. So I, I obviously could figure out the one, but when he talked about a news program, I couldn't pinpoint what he was referencing there. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know precisely, but I'm sure there was probably like a because once the whole Duck Dynasty thing kind of blew up because it turned yeah. out that they were, you know, suddenly you know homophobic and and all that crap. Um, there was probably there was probably like sixty minutes or whatever that did a, a you know a story on them you know like some kind of news okay. magazine show that's probably what he's talking about or or Fair just in, in news in general because I remember or, there being or or a, a pro dynasty show on Fox News yeah one or the other yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I assumed it was a specific one but yeah yeah you're probably right yeah. Uh, the Hicks still want to blow up beaver dams, uh, but uh, then Katie objects. Is, is that a duck dynasty thing? Has a lawsuit written all over it. This is the worst pitch we've seen ever, and for that reason, I'm out. What? What? Dare you? Can't even grow a beard. <laughs> can too. Cannot. Can too. Cannot. Can too. Cannot. Figured it. You can do. No, you can. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out. Uh, to your question about about uh, Duck sure. Dynasty, I don't know. I never paid an, any. I've attention never to watched it. the show. No, I didn't even that. know that was the reference that they were going for. Yeah, no, that was definitely the reference. But just like I like I, I stayed away like uh, like to, uh, from uh, Tiger King altogether because there was just I'll have nothing. To give that a Google. No wait, part of that. Wait, you haven't you haven't watched Tiger King? Fuck no, and I never will. No. But but you you have to watch Tiger King. Where is this COVID? This is the show of COVID. No. What one? Oh, does, the tiger. It thing? doesn't interest me the least bit at all. You say that no, now, no, and it is complete trash on every exactly. level. Exactly. That's why I don't want to watch it. But you, no. but you have. You have, oh, no. Al, I'm, no. I'm sorry for your loss on this one. Uh, all right, I, I don't mind. Really? I don't mind losing to that one. Victor, have you seen Tiger King? Uh, you know what I did, and and we we were like I watched it with Linda, and we didn't. We it was interesting enough to keep watching, mm. but when they released that eight eight at the the final episode a few months later, mm-hmm. we just didn't care. <laughs> we never watched. Oh, oh yeah, never, I didn't watch that at all. Mm-hmm. We, we we didn't care enough to go back and watch it. And yeah, everybody's just na- just very disgusting on that show. So uh, I think it's just it's almost like uh, reading, like watching the news, Al, and just being in, like you, you know that there's a story, but you still want to be informed. Uh, and this is just uh, no. The, I've gotten the gist you know, from being, from people at work. Pop culture, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was literally the train wreck you couldn't look away from. Yeah, that's why. I'm yeah. not a fan of those types of shows, so yeah. that's why. It's I just, only like seven episodes, so it's not like a big investment. But. Still, no, it's good. I'm good. I don't need to watch it. Yeah. I can't, I got I got the gist. I know what it's about, kind of, and that's all. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. You're, you're better off watching Todd Lasso instead. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, now that their pitch is over, Derry and Squirrely Dan ask Wayne and Katie what they're up to. The Hicks decide they're going to get hammered, except the beer store is closed. They really miss Modine's. And then Katie gets an idea. What did you say when I told you that Uncle Eddie died? I say he's a good guy. The other thing? Oh, I say he's a real good guy. The other thing? <gasps> He'd want us to have a party. And then cut to the next scene at the produce stand. Everyone's there eating and drinking. And Katie toasts their Uncle Eddie. Hey. We all know Uncle Eddie was a real good guy. Oh, he was a great guy. He was a real good guy. He was a real good guy. He was a really good guy. 
Here's to Uncle Eddie, and here's to his 5K put back into the community in the most appropriate way possible. Here, here. This is definitely what he wanted, brother. Did he? Dumb did he do. And there's a postscript that comes up. From that moment forward, the folks of Letterkenny no longer needed some sort of bar in their town. Uh, but then this happens. We're out of beer. $5,000 worth? Correct. Beer stores closed. No! no. And cut to black. <laughs> so there was all kinds of confusion in this. Okay. And oh, I'm glad you were confused. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was confused too. Sometimes. No, I was so, like, and, what? and I'm going to lead with this one mm-hmm. um, before we start getting to all the other stuff you do, Al. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact of the end there, I'm assuming this is all the same day. They're all wearing the same shit. Mm-hmm. They picked up all the beer. They were out of booze because ah, the beer store was closed. Yes. And then they had 5,000 decided to throw a party. Mm-hmm. Where did they get the fucking beer from? And That's... then they were out of the beer store was closed again. Yes. What did it miraculously open for them to get five grand worth of booze? Because they all have puppers think, in their hands. Why, why do you think that all took place in one day? Well, they're all wearing the same thing. That was that was really that's really the basis of what I'm saying. It's kind of like the Simpsons. Well, my eye was mainly drawn to Bonnie, so she was wearing for sure the same thing. Oh, she was. You're right. uh, Yeah, you know what? You make a good point, and and I I think it occurred to me too to say, yeah, where'd they get the beer? The beer store was closed. The beer store was closed at the end of the Dragon's Den scene, and then it was also closed at the end of the party. So where would where'd the beer come from? So good point. Yeah. Uh, so you found yourself a continuity error, error in Letterkenny. Well, Congratulations. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I called, I called BS on that because there's no time code. There's no date stamp. <laughs> so you're saying they all just dress. The well, they could have planned day. it for later in the week and maybe they think, only have think back to the episode where Wayne is sleeping and, 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 and in the middle of the night wakes up in a cold sweat and is still wearing his day clothes. But that's Wayne. <laughs> the same one. That's Wayne. I, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's yeah, Wayne. Yeah, that's Wayne. How do you explain Bonnie wearing the same clothes or, or uh, no. Katie? Uh, yeah, okay. You found yourself a, a continuity error. Anyway, uh, so that's the end of the episode. We're going to start with, uh, you know, initial thoughts. Uh, no ratings, just thoughts. Tanya, what did you think of this episode? It was good. I like the um, I like the callbacks to various shows. I like the uh, narrator, the, the girl. Bonnie. Uh, that was pretty funny. Lots of people like Bonnie. It was, uh, she was fun. I thought it was, it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we're not going to get a unicorn I'm, today. No. What? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm putting this up there in the same kind of category as fart book mm-hmm. in my eyes. It was a filler episode. It had some fun moments. Like I thought the intro was great. I love the duck dynasty thing. And of course I love Bonnie, mm-hmm. but I, didn't get a lot of meat out of this one and um it, it was very one-dimensional to me so i don't know i mean it it and the other thing i said even when i mentioned earlier about um gail right i felt like in all the pitches they missed opportunities to take it up an extra level mm. you know this show can go very hard and very crude at sometimes and very cross some lines i felt that they played it very safe even though it was sort of a one-dimensional style episode they could have they could have taken some of those scenes to an like a, like an extra heightened level and um, and brought some extra laughs out of it. But um, I mean, it was fine, but I, I wasn't excited about it. Oh, OK. Victor. 
Uh, yeah, uh, same sentiments as Matt. I feel like he's the caboose of my engine on this one. Uh, we're, <laughs> Enough with the train references. We're, we're, we're totally on the same uh, track on this one. Um, so this was totally a concept episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the episode is a throwaway because it doesn't connect to anything. It's no. really – there's for me, there were so many missed opportunities. They could have used this episode as a – as a way to get the bar going again, uh, use the money maybe to start yeah. up the, to help. I thought for sure that's how the episode would end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we didn't uh, pick any of these things. Okay, so let's go build the bar or whatever, mm-hmm. down payment on bar, so, something like that. But but the other thing is, and, and yes, totally it's it's comparable to Fartbook, but for me the difference mm-hmm. is uh, – um, the reason Tanya and I liked Fartbook is because it was int- it was funny. It was mm-hmm. actually funny. It was done well. Like even though Matt didn't like it for the same reasons we don't like this episode, he and I, um, th- th- what he uh, I hope can agree with is that Fartbook had lots of funny moments in it, whereas this one had less. I feel like the skit with the with the Hicks was good, mm-hmm. even though it had the uh, uncomfortable subject matter. I think it was done really really well. <laughs> Uh, the, just any, every, just everything with uh, Squirrely Dan is awesome, right? Mm. Uh, Bonnie was this awesome character uh, that was done super well. Uh, the theme, the concept, the theme was really, really good. I thought that they set themselves up to do some great things, mm. and and I felt like aside from McMurray and for for the Hicks, all the scenes were just throwaways. They mm-hmm. were just like they weren't funny. Pastor Glenn, you know, he was my biggest hero two episodes ago during the love uh, the, the 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 dating game episode. Mm. He was awesome. He was like incredible. I was mm-hmm. like, give me more Pastor Glenn. And and in this episode, his skit was the worst one. Uh, it just like, what's going on? Obviously, the, the writing was very iffy for me. The writing in terms of the concept of the episode was good. They set themselves to, to, to do something really awesome. But then they really... Uh, they missed the mark, I think, on on a lot of the bits, and there was nothing. There wasn't any connective tissue mm. to 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 the to the season. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of a standalone, sure. and it didn't do it didn't do well for me. Okay, so I agree with you. This is a concept episode, just like Fart Book. Uh, I thought this was way better than Fart Book. Uh, I really so Fart Book is obviously their their their. Uh, comment commentary on social media. And this is obviously their commentary on reality TV. Uh, Maybe because I completely agree with them on their commentary on reality TV. I hate it. And so do, and uh, apparently so do they for, for the most part, like for all the obvious reasons. So I completely agreed with them and I really enjoyed this episode for that. Uh, I do agree. They missed a great opportunity for this to have been them helping Gail get the bar back at the end. That's, that's the way it should have ended with them, you know, using that money to help Gail rebuild the bar or, or them open a bar themselves. I think that's the way I thought that's where it was going to go. And I thought, I think I still think that was, should have been the way they went, but they instead blew it on a party. And of course, I mean, we all know five grand wouldn't get you too far anyway in any of those ventures that they were pitching much less a bar, but I mean, it would have, you know, 
you know, in that, in this universe, they, they may have been able to pull it off, right? I thought even they were going to like make their own beer and sell it at the produce mm-hmm. stand. I yeah. thought that might have also been a, a direction they went, but sure. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot there, but yes, it's, it's one of those episodes that doesn't kind of further the storyline. You're right. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's a, a commentary on something that they want to make. And I thought they did a good, I, I thought they did a better job at this commenting on reality TV than uh, they did on commenting on social media with Fartbook. Uh, so let's, let's go with ratings. Tanya, would you give this a fresh clearance or compost? Uh, it was good. It wasn't great. Um, I, I, yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I wasn't in love with it. So clearance. Clearance. Matt, what would you give this episode? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 again, there's definitely good moments. The writing was there. I, I, I reiterate my point that I think they missed the ball and played it safe. It almost felt like I used to watch family guy a lot. And there mm-hmm. was a couple of seasons where I feel they got slapped on the wrist and told to tone it down. I feel like they toned it down and missed some real opportunity to uh, take us in some pretty awkward uh, conversations, which it didn't <laughs> all in. And, 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 and you know, even that aside, I don't like throwaway episodes. I don't like ones that just feel very, what you call concept mm. um, in any show I watch. So for this one, it falls into the compost for me. Wow. A compost for Matt. Uh, is that your first uh, or no, you get, you gave fart book a compost. Yeah. Right? I, so. I upgraded with, with an asterisk. You down, yeah, you yeah, downgraded it to compost. compost. <laughs> Victor, what's <laughs> your, what's your rating? Um, so if, if this was a standalone show that I, that, that like a pilot episode or something like that, or once uh, kind of on YouTube or whatever, uh, I totally give it a clearance. However, in the letter Kenny universe, uh, where there's such genius at work with writing and where you only get six or seven episodes a season, I don't think there's any room for throwaway episodes. Um, uh, for that, for that I'm out. Uh, and I got to give it a, I got to give it a compost. <laughs> well played. Yes. Well played. Well done. Well okay. presented. Uh, all right. So uh, down to me. Um, I, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a fun episode. And I think, I mean, I disagree. I thought the writing was, 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 it was good. Um, I loved McMurray's pitch. I thought that was fun. A lot of fun. The, the Hicks pitch was also a lot of fun. Uh, the, um, yeah, I could have maybe done without uh, Pastor Glenn's pitch. I thought that was kind of boring. Ga- I thought Gail was was fine. I mean, and and the concept, the the modeling it around the Dragons Den. I was uh, that was another reality show that I did watch a lot of when it first started. Yeah. Dragons Den. I really I enjoyed. Watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Agreed. As long as Mr. Wonderful was there, I think maybe I stopped when uh, I forget when one of the judges left and then I was like, "Ah, I'm not interested anymore. But yeah, it was a great show. And so I I, I really enjoyed this, the the spoof, I guess you'd want to call it. And I thought they did a good job and and they applied it in the right way uh, for the the message they wanted to deliver. So uh, it's a strong, strong clearance. I I mean, in terms of the, um, you know, the brilliant writing it, it it's it's not quite enough to give it a fresh but i'd give it a, a strong clearance for sure hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird the uh today's uh split uh matt and victor agree and tanya and i agree that's that's, that's i think that's a first happened. that's never happened <laughs> it, it that's, is a first yeah. for everything <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Again, Al, Al I, I, I get what you're saying. And honestly, I love the concept. I mm-hmm. was a big fan of Dragazin and Shark Tank mm-hmm. in the U.S. there. I love the idea. I just, I, I, I say again, I think they missed a few opportunities. I think they played it safe. Mm-hmm. And, and Al, I think you and I gave the, gave an almost identical review <laughs> because you called out the two, the two skits that I also enjoyed, mm-hmm. which is the McMurray and, uh, and the Hicks and I, everything else wasn't great. Um, and it's just, and, and I agree with you. Like, uh, I like the concept, the mm-hmm. theme, the concept, mm-hmm. uh, the way they framed it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was set up. It's like the scaffold. Yeah, you still gave it a compost just because like, it didn't continue. It didn't continue the story. No, no, it yeah. wasn't just because of that. It was because they had two good uh, vignettes, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. and then the others were not. They mm-hmm. were not good. They were not funny. Uh, Gail's bit wasn't funny. Pastor Glenn's bit wasn't funny. Uh, um, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of forgetting skids. now. But the, the skids was oh my god, like what the hell. <laughs> Uh, I thought we were done with the, you know, with this, with that in the previous. You, you episode. will never be done with uh, the skids or Stewart's member. Yeah. Just, just remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, Bonnie was for me the highlight. Mm-hmm. Bonnie was the highlight. Like that was give me more Bonnie on this one. Like just <laughs> like the Pastor Glenn was the the big winner in the previous uh, two episodes ago. She she kind of stole the show in this one. I'm not sure she was supposed to. So. so yeah, uh, I I feel like we had a very similar review, but uh, the the end uh, the the end result is a little different. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're that's fine. We can disagree. It's 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 okay. It's okay. You haven't and hurt my feelings. That's what, that's what we appreciate about exactly ourselves. the Bonnie factor. <laughs> it's funny. So I posted the uh, uh, the the screenshot of what we we're gonna. Um, uh, recap today on both Facebook and Twitter saying, Oh, today we're going to record a fresh new episode. And this is the, uh, the, this is the episode we're going to record. We're going to review. And all it is is a screenshot of Bonnie, uh, you know, doing her, 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 uh, hosting thing. And it's gotten the most feedback from anyone. And it's mostly just guy, per- perverted guys going, woohoo, Bonnie. Yes, <laughs> we love Bonnie. But still it was like the most reaction out of anybody was, was, uh, uh me posting a picture of Bonnie. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um in terms of listener comments uh there were there were really none this week um so i don't have anything to read back um so i that's it we're done i'm gonna wrap it up unless anyone has any final comments tanya do you have any final comments i'm good to go okay uh matt how about you no, I'm excited for what's to come. Uh, I think we're wrapping up the season next week, are we not? We are, except, and so this what? is exciting. Um, I so, thought there's two more episodes. Well, okay, so the, the season finale is next week, uh, episode six, which is Finding Stormy a Stud. But uh, what happens is this is when they start doing a holiday specials. Uh, and um, so the first holiday special is uh, St. Perfect's Day, and it's a St. Patrick's Day-themed uh, episode. Uh, that was tacked, not tacked on, but they, they released it for th- St. Patrick's Day. It wasn't part of the season, but because of the order it came out in, it happens after, I guess, after uh, oh, episode six. So technically, yeah. it's not part of season two, but it, it happens af- between season two and season three. And the exciting part there is I've never seen it. Um, so uh-huh. all of these episodes that we, we've re- reviewed so far, I've seen them all. I've seen all eight seasons, but I haven't seen any of the holiday episodes. So this will be fun 
for me to also be with you on the same page as you guys having never seen the episode before. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I had no idea. I thought mm-hmm. for sure there's two more episodes because the service I'm using to watch there, it says there's two more episodes. Yeah. So, so I think when they moved to Hulu, Hulu, um, uh, the holiday episodes were inserted in their chronological order. So it looks like uh, the St. Patrick's Day episode is part of season two. But originally it, it came after season two, but before season three, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so my, I guess the important question is, are we going to do a season rundown after episode six, six no. or after episode seven? <laughs> we'll do it after episode seven. I got to reach out to right. uh, to Dean and see if he wants to join us for that again, because that was a lot of fun. Hopefully he, he'll, he'll he's available. Um, also, okay. I, I told you guys, but I have some a few irons in the fire for some potential other guests that uh, we'll have on, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'm still waiting to hear back from some of them. So, yeah, I mean, uh, onwards and upwards, right? Uh, today, uh, I, I announced on Twitter that we broke uh, 2,000 plus downloads. So that's exciting. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that is. It took us a, a while. Milestone. Yeah, it took yeah. us a while to get to a thousand, and it's it take it took us less time to get to two thousand. So that means that you know. Uh, we're getting more listeners, so uh, we appreciate all listeners who uh, who subscribe and uh, also follow us on Twitter and also rate us on Apple uh, because that helps us with the charts. Well, maybe you can work Bonnie into uh, our uh, podcast uh, <laughs> uh, thumbnail there, and maybe that will get us uh, to three thousand even quicker. Yeah, who knows? Um, and actually, it's funny because we we broke two thousand today, but we're already at twenty two hundred today so in one day we actually got like uh quite a few new listens so that's that's exciting so something's going on there maybe it's the bonnie factor maybe we uh maybe you're right maybe we need to post more pictures of bonnie but anyway i don't want to have to resort to that (laughs) (laughs) i want us to go on our own merit yeah, no, no. Talking about no, we're, train simulators we're just, and we're, we're just joking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could we could post pic, uh, pictures of sexy uh, trains, trains and, and yeah, sexy network. Tra- yeah, exactly. In our favor, put Bonnie <laughs> picture on the train. Yeah, yeah. See, see, this is marketing. There you go, there you Victor. Go. Can you said you uh, in your simulator you can he uh, did he did you can design a train. Maybe you can design. I, I, I can a letter Kenny train that's got Bonnie on one side and Katie on the other, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're gonna alienate some 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 of our listeners. Maybe do I don't that. know. I mean, because our listeners are the type of people who would watch Letter Kenny, and I feel like the type of people who would watch Letter Kenny would not be. Uh, uh, yeah, anyone took Katie offense. Did make that yeah. music video. Yeah, nah, it's we, true. If you made it this far into the show, you. You're yeah, you're good. You're not easily <laughs> offended, and you can call it the U train, Y E W, and you'll know why that's funny later on. But anyway, you can call it that. Okay, guys. Uh, so I'm going to play us off with a song called uh, "The Hair Song" by Black Mountain from the uh, from this episode. Uh, as I load up my Spotify. <laughs> And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review episode six from season two, Finding Stormy a Stud. Please rate us on iTunes if you like the show. Follow us on Twitter at ProtostanPod. Also, if you want to join our Twitter uh, chat group, uh, you know, throw, throw us a DM and we'll, we'll add you to that. Uh, we also invite you to visit our website, the uh, for other episode recaps and a list of our favorite episodes. Oh, we never did that, but I feel like this doesn't make anybody's top five, right? No, 
Nope. No. No. So, no. sorry, no. I, I missed no. that. I, probably because I saw the writing on the wall for that one. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go drink $5,000 worth of beer. From all of us at the produce stand, have a good night. Good night, everybody.